Welcome to the Shepherd's Voice with Pastor Johnny Awanyo. This simple, scripturally sound preaching and teaching of the Word of God will direct you to Jesus, the Good Shepherd. Follow the Shepherd's Voice into the green pastures that God has purposed for you. There, you'll find rest for your soul and the fulfilled Christian experience you crave. God bless you as you listen. Lift up your hands to the Lord, my friends. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Breathe on me. Breathe on me. Holy Ghost power. Breathe on me. Cause yesterday's gone. And today I'm in me. Holy Ghost power. Breathe on. Sing it again. Breathe on me. Breathe on me. Breathe on me. Oh, yes. Holy Ghost power. Breathe on me. Yesterday is gone. Yesterday's gone. Today I'm in me. Holy Ghost power. Breathe on. Sing with me. Rain on me. Rain on me. Yesterday is gone. Today I'm in need. Make that your prayer. Holy Ghost shower. Yesterday's gone. Today I'm in need. Oh yes, Holy Ghost fire. Wait to the Lord. Sing. Breathe on me. Breathe on me. I need you to. Holy Ghost power. Holy Ghost power. Breathe on me. Oh. Time Holy Ghost power, Holy Ghost power, Holy Ghost fire, Holy Ghost shower. Now sing Holy Ghost power, Holy Ghost, breathe on me, breathe on me. You are here. You never leave. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord. You are here, and you said you'd never leave. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord. You are here. You are here. 
poets and you said you'd never leave we need you Lord we need you Lord you are here you are here and you said we need you Lord we need you Lord we need you, Lord. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord. Say that we need you, Lord. True, you are true, and your promises, and your promises remain. We trust you, Lord. We trust you, Lord. We trust you, Lord. You are true, are true, and your promises remain. We trust you, Lord. We place our trust in you. We trust you, Lord. We trust you, Lord. We trust you, Lord. Somebody tell him, we trust you, Lord. We trust you, we trust you, Lord. We trust you, Lord. Oh, yes, we do. We trust you, Lord. Go ahead. Tell him you are king, you are king, and you reign, and you reign forevermore, reign in my life. Make that your prayer to him this morning. Testify, he is your king, and he reigns forevermore. This morning, reign in my life. Ask him one more time. welcome you into this meeting and into this service it's a service that is unto you and is in a name that is above every other name we are always conscious of our need for you 
how empty and hopeless our lives are without you. That is why we trust in you and we look to you and depend on you. We thank you that you've honored us with your presence today. And this morning, we are prepared to hear your word. We are prepared to hear that word that is light, that word that is truth, that word that reforms and transforms, that word that rebukes, that corrects, that directs, that gives us instructions in righteousness. Today we deal with every hindrance and every limitation, anything that will stop the entry of your word into our hearts. I thank you for everyone present here today. I thank you for the hundreds that will watch this. Some watching right now and those who will watch later on. Anybody who hears me today or hears me any other day, let that person see your glory. Let that person receive your touch. Let that person receive a transformation. And let that person receive a word that will guide and direct him or her into the perfect plans that you have for them. I thank you, Father, today in Jesus' mighty name. Let the people of God say, Amen. Amen. Give Jesus a big hand clap. And you may be seated. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Turn your Bibles with me to John chapter 10 verse 10. The thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 2 to 3. From the New King James Version. Grace and peace be multiplied to you. In the knowledge of God. And of Jesus our Lord. As his divine purpose has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue. And then Psalms 23 verse 1 and 2 back to the New Living Translation. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. These scriptures that I've read reveal to us that God has good plans concerning us. And God's purpose concerning us is that we will have a rich and satisfying life. And to have that life, his divine purpose has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Once we have made the Lord our shepherd, his word says we will have all that we need. May you have everything that you need in this life. Yes. May everything that will make your life a life of quality be deposited into your life. Amen. May anything that will bring you peace and comfort be released into your Amen. life. Amen. May goodness and mercy follow you everywhere you Amen. go. Amen. May you not lack anything that adds to a quality life. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. That is God's will for us that we will have a good life. Amen. A sweet life. Amen. A blessed life. A satisfying life. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, 
Sometimes when we look into our lives, when we look into different areas of our lives, if we do so honestly, we may discover that what is happening in certain areas of our lives is not how God wants things to be. And many of us, when we look into our lives, we realize that they are a far cry from how God intended them to be. Now, what do you do when you discover this? Do you just stay where you are? Do you just accept things how they are? Your life is not working. Your finances are in a bad shape. Your marriage, your relationship ain't working. Your business is slowly dying. A lot of things are not working for you. What do you do? Do you just take it as my portion in life? And who told you that is your portion? Maybe you don't read your Bible. Maybe you are not into the word of God. Because if you are, you would realize that the life that God wants for you as revealed in his word is a rich and satisfying life. A life that is working well. A life of fulfillment. A life of satisfaction. A life of abundance. A life of joy. A life of peace. The Bible says that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. We must identify these three cardinal things in your life. Righteousness. Peace. Joy. And these things you will have when things are working well in your life. If any of these things are missing in your life, then it is not working. And that's why the question is do you just stay where you are? Would you just accept things the way they are? I like to give this analogy. You set off on a journey to get somewhere. And on the way, you realize that all the signposts that I have seen show clearly that I'm headed in the wrong direction. What do you do? Do you tell yourself that where I'm going to is also a place? And I've come far. That place is also a place. So let me just go there. Is that what a normal person would do? I mean, I didn't say it as strongly as he did. But he said the truth. I mean, if things are working well upstairs, the normal thing you would do is to stop at the next major station. Then you look for a vehicle that will take you to where you set out to go to initially. It is important therefore that when you assess your life and you realize that it's a far cry from how God intended it to be, you must do something about it. You must do something about it. And you need what we call a turn around. You need a turn about. You need a change in direction. Once it is clear that you are in the wrong direction, you got to turn around. 
And I'm sharing with you how to experience a turn around in your life. The first key that I shared with you is a key of honest self-assessment and self-judgment. And we want to move on from there to the second thing or the second key to experiencing a turnaround in your life. You must develop a strong desire and willingness for things to get better. You must have a strong desire and a willingness for things to get better. A desire is a longing or a craving for something that brings satisfaction or enjoyment. So when we say that somebody has a desire, it means that the person has a longing or the person has a craving for something that brings satisfaction or enjoyment. And for you to experience a turn around in your life, you must have a strong desire and a willingness for things to get better in your life. Because without that, nothing will change. How do you expect things to be better? if you keep doing the same things in the same way how would you expect things to get better but for things to get better you need to have that strong longing or craving for things to get better in your life Psalms 21 verse 2 it says, for you have given him his heart's desire. You have withheld nothing he requested. Hallelujah. Amen. For you have given him his heart's desire. You have withheld nothing he requested. This is God's intention concerning you. His intention is to give you your heart's desire. A heart's desire is a desire that is in your heart. And a heart's desire is not any ordinary desire. If it is in your heart, it is a strong desire. And the Bible says, he has given him his heart's desire. Look at Mark 11 verse 24. King James Version. It says, Therefore I say unto you, What things soever ye see, Did you see that? What things soever ye do what? Desire. Desire what's going to happen when you pray, when you pray, what's going to happen? Believe that, Believe you, that you receive them. them. And what's going to happen? And ye shall have them. And ye shall have them. But it started with what? Desire. 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 Or pepper. And it is something that you have a strong desire that you are likely to pray about. If you are not praying strongly about certain things, then the, the likelihood is that those things you don't really want them. So when he talks about what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them. It is talking about desires that are very strong. Psalms 107 verse 9. For he satisfies the longing soul. And fills the hungry soul with goodness. He satisfies the longing soul. 
He fills the hungry soul. Longing soul, hungry soul, depict a strong desire. And ladies and gentlemen, all these three scriptures that I've read out to you are revealing a very important truth which is that God's provisions in your life are very much connected to your desires. God's provisions for your life are strongly connected to your desires. And he will meet your needs based on your desires. God will not force anything on you that you do not want. That you do not desire. That is not his nature. And that is why he said ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door will be opened unto you. That is desire. That is desire. So in your work with God, understand that it is important to have strong desires because God relates with you at the level of your desires. That is why you mustn't lose your strong desire for a better and a satisfying life. Neither must you lose that willingness or determination for things to get better in your life. Don't lose your desire. Don't lose your willingness to have a better life. Don't get to a point where you tell yourself that things are not working. Perhaps that is my portion. That's my lot. So I'll just accept things as they are. Things will never get better. So I must just live with them. Don't do that. Don't ever get to that point. It is a tragedy to get to that point in your life. Where you conclude that it will never get better. Where you conclude that it will never change. I say to you today. It can change. And it will change. It can get better. And it will get better. You can enjoy a rich and a satisfying life. You can have a rich and a satisfying life if you have a strong desire for it. And if you are willing to do what has to be done to find it. Hallelujah. Amen. Many people get to a point in their lives when they give up where they conclude that it will never work where they tell yourself that this one is my destiny it's my lot I mean how wicked can God be that for you his purpose is that you should be a struggler you should be a hustler you should be a perpetual beggar that you should always struggle that things don't work in your life why would you have such bad thoughts about God? God doesn't have bad thoughts concerning you. And you must not have bad thoughts concerning God. And I declare to you today, if you have a strong desire and willingness to have a better life, by the grace of God, you will have that life. Amen. And I prophesy into somebody's life today that that is exactly the life that God is lifting you into this year in the name of Jesus. Amen. There will be a remarkable difference in your life this year compared to 2023. Did you hear me? Yes. I said there will be a remarkable difference in your life. Jesus. The life that you will see in 2024. Amen. 
compared to 2023 Jesus. and 2022, Jesus. there will be a remarkable and notable difference Amen. in your life. As you desire for a good life, a rich Jesus. life, a satisfying Jesus. life, you will see a manifestation Amen. of that life in your life. You will, by the grace of God, be able to pay your bills. Amen. You will, by the grace of God, draw closer to God. Amen. You will, by the grace of God, be more spiritual Amen. than you've ever been. By the grace of God, your marriage, your relationship will work Amen. nicer. By the grace of God, your business will be catapulted Amen. into a higher level. In the name of I Jesus. In the name of I Jesus. Shout, I receive it I three receive times. It. Two. I receive it. Three. I receive it. Clap unto the Lord and give him a shout of praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let me show you some people in the Bible who had a defeatist mentality. They were in a bad situation and they just seemed to have accepted it. Psalms 137 verse 1 to 4. New Living Translation. You know the song by the ravers of Babylon. Yeah, we sight down and yeah, we wait. When we remain Bazion, that's somebody's version of it. That is the scripture I'm going to read to you. It says, Besides the rivers of Babylon, we sat and wept as we thought of Jerusalem. We put away our harps. Hanging them on the branches of poplar trees. For our captors demanded a song from us. Our tormentors insisted on a joyful hymn. Sing us one of those songs of Jerusalem. But how can we sing the songs of the Lord while in a pagan land? This is the story of people who had given up. The story of people who had concluded that this is our end. That it is over. It's not going to get better. And that posture is the defeatist posture. And today I deliver you from that Amen. mindset. Don't move through this life as a defeated person. Amen. Don't move through this life as a victor. Amen. As a victim. Mm. Listen, you have a choice. Jesus. You have a choice. You have your choice to live your life as a victim. Or you can decide that I will be a victor in this life. And this morning, I place those two choices right in front of you. Choose today which way you're going to go. Are you going to continue moving through life as a victim? Yes, I know that bad things happen to you. I sympathize with you. I empathize with you. Nobody should downplay the painful things that you went through. Nobody should lightly dismiss the pain and the sorrow and the rejection that you went through. It is true. But you have a choice. Are you going to live the rest of your life always focusing on that thing that happened to you? That treatment that you received from your father, from your mother, from your uncle, from your brothers, from your boss, are you going to, to, to just accept those things? No. I say to somebody today, you've wept enough. You've wept enough. I said, you have wept enough. Decide that I won't cry anymore. I won't cry anymore. 
if we collect the tears that you have shed it will be nothing less than 5,000 liters like a whole tanker of tears I say to you you have cried enough and today I want you to take that decision that I will experience a turnaround in my life and I will no longer live the rest of my life as a victim I'm going to spend the rest of my life as a victim I desire a good life I desire that rich and satisfying life that God has promised me. I desire it. And I am going for it by the grace of God. And I announce to somebody today, you will find that life in the name of Jesus. Clap your hands and bless the name of Jesus. A better name may say, Me, 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 that he can make my life better and he will make that life better hallelujah Amen. this morning God is wiping your tears away this morning God is taking pain out of your heart this morning God is turning things around for the better in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus give Jesus a big hand clap if you want to experience a turn around in your life you must have faith that things can change for the better you must have faith that things can actually change for the better hallelujah have faith what is faith Hebrews 11.1 it says now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen the same verse NIV version it says now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see so if you ask me what is faith faith is something that you are hoping for that you have confidence and assurance that you will find that faith and ladies and gentlemen you need faith to experience a to experience a turn around in your life. You got to believe in your heart that anything I see in my life that I don't like, God can actually change that thing and it can be better. And God can cause me to come out of every crisis of my life. You got to believe it. You got to believe it. You got to believe it in your heart. And in Mark 11.23. It says, for verily I say unto you. 
that whosoever shall say unto this mountain be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart but shall believe but shall believe but shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass I see every mountain coming down. I see every obstacle driving out of the way. I see every difficulty disappearing. I see every stronghold collapsing. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. He moves mountains. He causes walls to fall. He is still the miracle working Jesus. And that mountain in your life that you've contended with all these years today marks the beginning when that mountain is being eroded. I see a clear path ahead of you. Amen. Somebody, I see a clear path ahead of you, and you are marching forward. Amen. You are moving forward. Amen. You are advancing. Amen. You are progressing. Amen. Move forward. Amen. Move forward. Amen. Move forward. Amen. In your relationship with God, move forward. In your business, move forward. In your career, move forward. Amen. In your job, move forward. Amen. I see you moving forward. Amen. In Jesus' name. Jesus. Give Jesus a big applause. Number four. If you want to experience a turnaround in your life, you must trust in God. Correct your path. Jeremiah 17, verse 5 to 8. Jeremiah, Thank you, Jesus. Here I 
the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? And so in Jeremiah 17 verse 5 to 8. This is what the Lord says. Cursed are those who put their trust in mere humans. Who rely on human strength. And turn their hearts away from the Lord. All who do this. Who put their trust in the arm of flesh. The Bible says they are like stunted shrubs in the desert. With no hope for the future. They will live in the barren wilderness. In an uninhabited salty land. You will not live in such a place anymore. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. But it says, but blessed are those who trust in the Lord. The Bible says, and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. I am trusting, trusting Lord in thee. Oh, I am trusting, trusting, trusting Lord in they are like trees planted along a river bank. With roots that reach deep into the water. Such trees are not bothered by the heat. Or worried by long months of drought. Their leaves stay green. And they never stop producing food. This is describing those who put their trust in the Lord. And those who put their trust in the Lord. Things pan out well for them. Things work better for them. Even if in a season of their lives it looks like nothing is working. As they continue trusting in him. As they continue lifting up their eyes unto him. God brings stability into their lives. God clears everything that is a source of worry and stress out of their lives. And he causes them to flourish and to do well in life. This year. If you want to experience a turn around in your life, I say put your trust in the Lord. Put your trust in the Lord. Stop trusting men. Have you not realized that human beings, if you put your trust in them, they will disappoint you? Have you not seen it before? Recently, I made a mistake that I promised myself I'll never make such a mistake again. I put my trust in a man. I thought that he was an honorable man. Because this man is well known. And now he's an elderly man. A friend of mine wanted me to buy land for him. And this so-called honorable man was the one selling the land. We had an arrangement. Only for him to change the arrangement. We paid him a lot of money. And this is the mistake that I made. Because I thought he was an honorable man. So a certain type of document that we should have drawn up, we didn't draw up that document. Now give us our money. I went to his house to go and collect my money. 
he walked up and left me in the room he said he doesn't have time for me this is a famous man if I mention his name right now you will open your mouth wide and I will say to you close your mouth that was my mistake I put my trust in a man but that money I will collect it. As long as my name is John Achu Awanyong, I come from Keta in the Volta region. If we take it up and it doesn't work, okay, I've stopped. Put your hands together for Jesus. If you want to do well in life, don't put your trust in human beings. When they make promises to you that I'll do this for you, I'll do that for you. Don't do your calculations with the promises of men. Me, I promise you. You will cry, mom, mom, mom. Or you've not been disappointed before. As I stand here, disappointment, promises that people make to me. But I'm not bitter because I've learned that some of these people will disappoint you. Honestly, it is not their intention. Some of them have good intentions to actually help you. But sometimes, as we say in Ghana, circumstances beyond their control. Or something that they were falling on to make that promise to you. The situation changed. And will you leave the president of Ghana out of this? <laughs> sometimes that's what it is. People think that generally speaking people want to do the right thing and that is why I have learned and I'm still learning that if anybody makes a promise to you thank him and thank her but let your trust be in the Lord if God permits the person to do what he said he would do then praise God but don't take the promise of man and draw a five year plan for your life that this person says he's going to give me 50,000 Ghana cities a time is going to come in your life when we mention 50,000 Ghana Amen. it will be like pocket Amen. money for you receive it in the I name of Jesus because some of you when I said 50,000 Ghana cities in it your head you were saying it's too far you you I mean you I mean you, I mean you. I say a time is coming when you have to spend 50,000 on a good thing it will not be a problem Amen. for you receive that grace and ability it. in the name of Jesus so I say to you today put your trust in God if you want to experience a turn around in your life put your trust in God not in a man not in human beings. From today, take your hopes of a man and place them on the Lord. And I want you to understand that with God, nothing shall be impossible. Nothing shall be impossible. So the kind of turnaround you want to experience in your life, as you place your trust in the Lord, He will bring it to pass. I am waiting impatiently to see the glory of God rise upon your life. I cannot help but to look out for good things to happen in your life. I am anticipating that as you put your trust in the Lord, 
your life will experience a revolution. Amen. Your life will experience a turnaround. Amen. Your life will experience a drastic change. Amen. And something glorious will come out of your life. Amen. People will start arguing whether it's you or it's not Jesus. you. Jesus. They will look at you where God has lifted you to. Jesus. They will look at you how God has made your life so nice and beautiful. Jesus. And they'll begin to quarrel among themselves. Jesus. And your noir. And your noir. And your noir. And your noir. And you'll be listening to them arguing. And when that day comes, you will stop your car. You will get out of the car with a smile on your face. And you will walk to them. And what will you say to them? Clap unto the Lord, rise to your feet, and let us close. Lift up your hands and thank the Lord for his word. Thank him that a turn around is about to occur in your life. It is beginning. This year is a year of a turn around for you. In the name of Jesus. Thank God for what he's about to do. And what he's about to do, I have not seen. Ear has not heard. Neither has it entered into the hearts of men. What God is going to do in your life. Yes, your life. It will marble many. It will bewilder a lot of people. It will generate confusion among your friends, among your family members, among your colleagues. Because what they will see God doing in your life will be so fantastic. Will be so marvelous. We give you thanks, Jesus. We give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name, Jesus. Every head bowed and every eye closed. I want to ask you a question, my friend. It's a very important one. But do you really know Jesus as Lord and Savior? Have you accepted him as your Lord and Savior? Have you ever prayed surrendering your life to him? Inviting Jesus into your heart. Have you? If you haven't, then today you need to take that. Because the wisest decision you can take is to receive Jesus as your Lord and the same question goes to anybody who is watching me. Who doesn't know Jesus as Lord and Savior. Today I want to give you an opportunity to surrender your life. Maybe somebody invited you to church today. But you've never given your heart to Jesus. For you to experience a turn around. The starting point is to make Jesus Lord of your life. And I want to help you to do just that. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please lift up your right hand wherever you are. And I'm going to pray for you. God bless you. If you've lifted it up, lift it up very clearly so that I can see. And I want you to pray this prayer with me. Even those of you who are watching who need Jesus in your life. Pray this prayer with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, today, I come to you just as I am. Oh God, please forgive me for all my sins. Today, I surrender my life to you and I receive Jesus as my Lord, my Savior, my Master, my everything. Oh God, please write my name in the book of life. Please change my life. Make it better in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for hearing my prayer. In Jesus' mighty name, let everybody say Amen.
Thank you for listening to the Shepherd's Voice with Pastor Johnny Awanyo. We do hope that you were greatly blessed. For further inquiries, please call, WhatsApp, or send an SMS text to plus 233-243-886-622. God bless you.